Welcome to Postpartum Talks. Today's episode, dealing with inflammation, two ways you may experience inflammation after the delivery of your baby. Hi, today's topic, dealing with inflammation. I'm sharing with you two ways I had to deal with inflammation after the birth of my baby. Now, I have had 10 children, which you all know by now, but with all 10 um, deliveries, there was only one occasion of my experiencing inflammation in both of these areas. So this is not something that you may experience as a postpartum mom, but it can happen or you can actually learn possibly some ways to prevent this from happening. My first was the mastitis and the second was the vaginal yeast infection. Mastitis, according to the myoclinic.org definition is a painful infection of the breast tissue. This can be caused by a blocked milk duct or even bacteria that has entered the breast itself. How can that happen? Okay, well, in my experience, it happened this way. At the time, I'm not even sure if they still have these nursing pads or um, I know some of the breast, the nursing um, breast um, pads are a little different. They changed over the years. They improved products. But this is something that I found whenever you're going to try something new or even, even if you're not, if it was recommended to you by a close friend, my suggestion is the least products that you use on your body after delivery is probably the best cure for all because it's something new in your skin your body's getting adjusted to a new baby your body's trying to rebalance itself your body is trying to mentally absorb what happened so it's going to be a lot more sensitive in areas that maybe you were never sensitive to before the thing with mastitis is this is having to do with the breast milk duct Okay, so usually most women will not have to experience uh, breast milk being backed up in their breast if they are not nursing, if they have not delivered a baby and the milk is produced. So this most likely mastitis will be something that's going on with a mom who has recently had her baby. And it can happen within the first three months of delivery. So for myself, what caused my mastitis was the fact that I was using nursing pads um, and they were just a little roundish material cotton at the time that you would place over your breasts or under your um, bra, your nursing bra to prevent leakage. And this was a product I've of course never used. And so the instructions were not that much. I did not get a consultation for breastfeeding. So I was trial, this is trial and error. Um, but at the time, nursing my baby was, um, you know, I would wipe myself before. I recommend before nursing that you get a little washcloth, you have water on it, and you wipe your breast before and you wipe your breast after nursing your baby to prevent any forms of bacteria staying on your breast. Second, with nursing, the body has to have a balance, like everything. Left, right, left, right. It should be an equal amount of milk coming out from each breast. The body will begin to um, regulate a natural flow for you, which in turn your baby will receive exactly what it needs. But on my occasion, this was with my first 
baby, I was not aware of the equilibrium <laughs> that was needed to nurse my baby. So I overnursed one side um, of my breast, one of my breasts, and the other I under um, nursed. So there was more milk in there. So what happens is each time you have nursed, milk has been released from your body. But also every time that baby cries, there's a natural instinct for milk to flow down into your breast. So if you're only pumping or breastfeeding from one breast and you're not actually completing um, releasing milk from the other breast, you will begin to have backed up milk. And unfortunately, that is what happened to me. Um, you have the milk glands there, but if they're not being allowed the milk to be released, it will begin to clog the duct. And that's exactly what happened. And um, as you're nursing, it'll feel painful, very sore on the, on the duct areas on the rounded sides of your um, breast. Sometimes it can really be very more uh, increase the pain if it's more so by your under armpit and a very painful, tight, sore. It feels warm to touch. So you, it's almost you don't want anyone touching you because you can feel this soreness. What you can do about it, and what I found I did after I told my medical provider was I would massage my breasts and I was massage my hand over my breast towards my nipples to allow the milk to release and flow outward. So I didn't round it. Um, I did not go in circular motions or I did not push the milk upward. I pressed it towards my nipple to go downward. All right. And I would do that all around that helped or gave me the release to feel that it was the milk was moving down slowly. Also, you can apply an ice pack to the area if you find it very discomforting, you know, where it's just aching. You can't even put your arm down to touch near your breast area. So if it's causing harm that maybe you don't even want your baby touching you, then you need to think of other measures. You can also consult your medical provider for um, the assistance of taking a Tylenol. If you're allergic to Tylenol, seek more counsel from your medical provider on the other options available. But usually, with just drinking a lot of fluids, I found I increased my intake of water. I would take, instead of just um, one cup of water before and after I was nursing, I doubled that. And that was just to actually loosen and dilute everything. You know, if our blood vessels are flowing nicely because you have a healthy amount of water in your body, everything else flows nicely. But if you are low on your fluids, everything else starts to get thicker. So the milk, everything slows down and this is where you would increase pain. To prevent milk clogging in your breast, keep it flowing, keep everything flowing. Continue to drink um, fluids, water, juice, anything that's gonna help your body flow naturally. If you have to move a little bit, do a little um, arm raising exercises to keep everything flowing. Massaging on your um, breast area, not your nipple area, just around your breast towards your nipple area. This will help to direct the flow of your milk downward towards your breast um, area to allow the milk to come out from your nipples, all right? So the purpose is preventing milk backup. And the best and easiest way is to keep your baby on your breast drinking milk. Yes, I know it was painful, you know, but they, my best suggestion from my medical provider was continue to keep the baby mil uh, milking, allowing the baby to drink milk from you. 
Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but eventually, and it doesn't take that long. It's not like, it, it shouldn't take you 10 days. You know, if you're going that far and it's still hurting past three days, you would, I would suggest that you talk with your medical provider. But if you, if you allow the baby to nurse naturally, make sure the baby's latched on properly so that you are not lopsided or just part of your nipples is in the baby's mouth. Make sure the complete, your baby's mouth is covering the complete um, darker part of your nipple area and it's evenly around whenever you are nursing. The baby's face should be facing your breast. Your baby's face should not be looking towards the sky or looking down. It should be facing your breast. Okay, you're not trying to smother your baby, so be mindful of, of the airway. But the whole purpose with the mouth to the breast is to make sure it's covering it completely. This way, it's evenly being distributed. The milk is coming out equally. And again, keep it equal on both sides, left and right. I found it that it was a problem if you don't do it. So I'm telling you, prevented is the best medicine, okay? Um, keep a balance. Time yourself. If it's two minutes on the left side of your breasts, then it's two minutes on the right side of your breast. And if the baby is still hungry, then two minutes again on the other side and two minutes on the right side. You just have to always remember, do not underbreast, um, do not underfeed from your breasts and do not overfeed. You can overly um, have breast come, uh, milk, excuse me, have milk coming out of your breast if you're just having the baby constantly on you. And that can make your nipple sore, which can um, um, allow bleeding and the how bacteria can come in and create these problems. So I found it to be uncomfortable. I was embarrassed because I thought, oh, I wasn't being clean enough. What did I do wrong? Um, you know, it was, it was, I, I don't know. I think again, when we are growing as a person and we don't know, we are so stuck on trying to show that we know so much. In reality, we don't know everything and that has to be okay. And I think as new moms, you will find out it is definitely okay that you do not know everything. I think the funny part of having a child and being a mother is you're expected to know so much and you actually come in knowing nothing. So I think it's very humbling. I think it's a great experience for us. We do change from maybe being a selfish person who was just all about yourself to becoming more caring towards another individual. And you start putting things on the side. You start making the effort to learn, to help take care of a, a smaller person. And you find out after a while, you know, you're really good at learning and it makes you look smart. But the main goal is you're doing something better to improve your baby's life and yours. Um, for myself, again, I did get over being embarrassed. I, I was glad that I spoke with my medical provider. I was glad to understand the, the need to nurse balancing, you know, to keep a healthy balance and to drink liquids. And I'm, I'm just thankful that where I went for counsel from my medical provider, they did not put me in a position to feel uncomfortable. So it is important who we share things with. It is uncomfortable but that people are attentive to know, hey, mistakes are made or mistakes were not made and it's just something the body just needed an extra boost of help. So don't feel guilty. Don't feel that you have to overly try to achieve such greatness. No, try to just enjoy being a mom. Enjoy being a mom with new experiences that you will share in your life with your baby because together you're going to experience great joys and some sad days and it's okay because that's motherhood. 
welcome to motherhood. The reality is we are in this together because each woman has to experience the different stages as we are growing to become a woman. And it may start off from when we're little and we have our first period or our first baby or menopause or whatever the stages are, we should always know that we're supportive of one another in a positive way. So don't feel embarrassed, don't feel uncomfortable. And if you're having mastitis symptoms such as, you know, redness or soreness or pain in your breast, or as a baby's going on to nurse, it's hurting, you know, call your medical provider, call a um, breastfeeding lactation consultant such as La Leche League. Do your best to continue to learn. Give yourself space to make mistakes. My next situation was a vaginal yeast infection. Oh, that was the worst for me. A vaginal yeast infection is a fungi infection that causes um, irritation, discomfort, and intense itching of the vagina. That's from the CVS.com. That was very uncomfortable. Okay. But how did that happen? How did that happen? I never had a yeast infection in my life before having my child. Well, did my child cause this yeast infection? No. You know, unfortunately for me, I was um, wearing tight garments after I had my baby, not tight jeans, but I would, I was using the feminine pads and I had on tight, still, my outer pants were still too tight. And because I was bleeding more than the regular five-day cycle I would have on my regular period days, my skin started to get irritated. And I was not aware of it until after the itching started. So too tight, um, wearing clothes that are too tight is a way to cause trouble to your body. Now, yeast is, is um, it's a fungus that's called candida albicans. And this is actually, on some people's, actually lives on them naturally. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people, it's there all the time. It's just that it may trigger an increase if the body's under a change, such as, you guessed it, pregnancy, all right? So pregnancy alters a lot of things in our body, if you haven't found that out already. But after the delivery, again, the body's changing back into a more a non-pregnant state and so everything's changing your hormone levels are changing out you have breast milk coming in the body's picking that up it's a lot so our body is a little weaker it becomes a little weaker and we need to be aware of what we can do to prevent any harm to it such as a vaginal yeast infection and what i found later was hey this can be treated with over-the-counter um prescription medication you know, it's something that can be done. It is something that will not be harmful. Again, that's from CVS.com. You can look this up further for yourself. But I thought that would be more helpful to give you that information. That definition, I agreed with it. I thought that just hit it on the nose. Very helpful. But their suggestion, again, it is over-the-counter. You can get a treatment for over-the-counter um, prescriptions, medication. All The options are there. Okay, but what I found, what caused it? What caused me such irritation that I was so uncomfortable for a few days while trying to take care of my baby? Nobody has time for that. You want to move about comfortably. You don't have time to be extra achy in areas where you weren't even that achy while you were delivering your baby. 
So for me, I don't have time for it. I don't encourage you to be slack about it. Here's some steps I took for the, my next pregnancies that I never had a yeast infection again. First thing is, if you can cut out a lot of sugar, now I'm not a health provider. My suggestion that I took for myself was lower my sugar intake because the sugar intake increases bacteria in the body. It just throws off the, the body a little bit. And if your immune system is already lowered and your body's already trying to compensate, why cause more trouble? You know, why bring more problems to it? Sugar tends to hold on, bacteria likes sugar, and it tends to feed it and grow. So anything to prevent this um, fungi from growing more, let's just get it out. Let's not even take it in. If we can prevent it, let's stop it. So I found um, less sugar intake for me was most helpful. I tried not to eat as many cakes and cookies and added sugar to my um, teas. You know, anything extra sugary, I just cut it out. Now, mind you, fruits, 100% fruits, juice, and apples and oranges, they also have natural sweetener in them. So you want to balance that out. You can have five bananas, but guess what? That still produces sugar in your body. So you want to balance that out. One banana compared to 10 a day would be more mindful. Also, increasing your water. Again, this keeps the body flowing, keeps everything moving naturally and healthy. Um, also, wear loose-fitting um, clothes. I found, again, my trouble was I had a feminine um, napkin on, but on top of that, I was wearing tighter garments. Why? Because the clothes I was using were not my pre-pregnant weight clothing, but they were post-pregnant clothing. But guess what? They still were not at a size that was comfortable for my body in that area. So that causes tight clothing. Irritation is irritating your skin. Unaware or not, you need air. You need air. You need air to be flowing, free-flowing. Loose shorts, a skirt maybe. Loose underwear. It's, of course, you know, we're having extra body flu. We don't want everything so loose that it becomes an embarrassment. But we want to not overly tighten or try to tuck and do tummy tucks and all these extra things just to impress others. We want to have uh, respect for our own body image and we want to respect our body as it's taking care of us. Also, um, change your feminine pad as often as you can. Do not go longer. This is, you're producing more waste at this time. This is not your normal flow of a five-day period. So that's something else to consider, which I was not considering. I was processing this as natural. Now, it's not five-day flowing heavy blood, but because it's longer than five days, your body still has a pad over it. There's still wetness. There's still warmth. So you want to remember to keep your um, private area, your perineum area clear, cool, breezy. You know, I'm not encouraging you to wear no underwear, run outside with no clothes on. I am just encouraging you to make sure your clothing are not too tight in that area and to make sure you're breathable, all right? And to make sure you encourage yourself to take care of your body with all respect, all right? And that's about it. You know, you can change your diet or you can, again, I'm not a health, I'm not a dietitian. I'm sharing my experience. What worked for me was to change my diet. I um, had spinach, I had eggs, I had beef, fish. You know, I just try not to use a lot of um, sugary the snacks again it was fruits and vegetables fresh fruits fresh vegetables and it was um meat i tried to balance it just way my body was still getting in healthy food 
without all the additives of the sugary snacks. And also movement, you know, keep yourself moving. When you're noticing something going on with your body and you feel it's uncomfortable, maybe you need to say, hey, I need to stop and pay attention. The purpose of us sharing as um, women, we want to do what's best to take care of ourselves because other women look at us and it is always a pleasure to see a woman in in a better situation when her heart is open to express kindness and love. So I'm thankful for you today because you're taking the time to listen, to hear what can you do to prevent some of these inflammations in your life after you have delivered your baby. I'm happy for you. I thank God for you. I bless you and your baby as you're starting a new path. Remember, keeping the baby on while you are nursing evenly, even during if you have a uh, mastitis, it is okay. It is okay, but if you find it's too difficult, please don't forget, you consult your healthcare provider for each of these topics that we just shared and encourage yourself to know it's never something to feel ashamed about or uncomfortable. Because guess what? If I felt that way, I would not have even shared this on this podcast. So I'm just letting you know it's okay. Life happens and we grow from it and we can also share and teach others to prevent them from having uncomfortable situations in their life. I want to thank you for joining Postpartum Talks. I'm Donna, and God bless you. And we're very happy to know that you're a new mom working your way at taking care of your baby. God bless you.